0: Good evening and welcome to the Ponty Rugby Show on GTFM. It's good to have you with us in our company this dark autumnal Wednesday evening. I'm Gitto Davis, hosting the show that brings you all the news, views, and interviews from your local Premier Rugby club, Pontypridd RFC. The Indigo Premiership Cup has reached halfway in the qualifying pool stage with five matches played and with no let-up so far in the sheer intensity of what is turning out to be, well, a very competitive competition. No team has been able to dominate the eastern pool of the tournament, with all still to play for. Ponti did their chances of success and qualification no harm, with a dramatic 40 points to 38 bonus point win over visitors from afar Rugby Gogled Cymru last Saturday. And this coming Saturday, we'll face current pool leaders Newport away from home. Another big challenge in the offing. We'll have reactions and predictions for both those games later on in the show. Our special guest this week will be Livewire scrum half Joel Rakes, a real club stalwart who has just reached a notable milestone in his Ponty career. We'll catch up with Joel in a little while. But first we have our regular news round update with correspondent Grace Reynolds.
1: The Indigo Premiership Cup continues to provide plenty of drama and excitement following the latest rounds of games played on Saturday the 16th of October. The competition pool stage having now reached its halfway mark. In the Eastern Pool, Cardiff were deposed at the top of the table after suffering a 31 points to 26 defeat away to Merthyr. It was in Newport who leapfrogged the capital team to claim top spot, having registered an impressive 17 points to 44 win away at Ebu Vale. The Black and Ambers now stand one point clear of the Blue and Blacks, with a Ponty a further five points adrift in third place. There was drama at Sardis Road on Saturday as Ponty edged out visitors Rugby Gorcloth Cymru in a high scoring end-to-end battle by 40 points to 38. The bonus point win will provide Ponty with a much-needed boost before travelling to face Newport this coming Saturday. Ponty will lead in RGC by 17 points to 14 at the interval, the game continuing to ebb to and fro right to the death before the Valley Commandos sealed the narrow 40 points to 38 win. Ponty tries were scored by winger Dale Stuckey, hooker Yai Morris with 2, number 8 Joe Miles, full black Lloyd Rowlands, and replacement winger Joe Davis. Outside half Ben Burnell adding two conversions and two penalties. In the Western Pool of the Indigo Premiership Cup, there was a top-of-the-table clash last Saturday as unbeaten Aberavon hosted Landovery. The Drovers came away with an all-important 18 points to 24 win to wipe out Aberavon's 100% record and to edge within one point of their opponents in the pool rankings. Down at the other end of the table, Slanetley's poor run of form continued, still without a win, after going down by 24 points to 27 against Carmarthen Quinns. In the remaining pool, West match Bridgene suffered a 17 points to 35 defeat against visitors Swansea. So, next Saturday, Ponty will travel to face pool leaders Newport in the first reverse fixture of the season. On the opening day of the campaign, back on the 18th of September, Pontypree recorded a hard-fought 19 points to 16 home win over the Black and Ambers. Ponty supporters are advised that in a change to the routine of past seasons, the Newport game will be played not at the usual venue of Rodney Parade, but at Newport Stadium located at International Sports Village in Spetty Park, just off the A48. Of course, the best way to travel to the game without having to worry about directions to the new location is to book on to the Pontypre's supporters club coach. For all details and to book a seat, please contact Phil Lysett on 01443 662. Five six one, There was a strong police presence at Sardis Road last Saturday during the RGC game, but for all the right reasons. Local PCSOs were in attendance to carry the message of the Stop Hate UK campaign with an on-pitch display along with the members of the Ponty squad. National Hate Crime Awareness Week ran from the 9th to the 16th of October and was fully supported by Pontypridd RFC, which prides itself on being a fully inclusive club, open to all with no place for discrimination or hate. Hate crimes are any crimes that are targeted at a person because of hostility or prejudice towards that person's disability, race or ethnicity, religion or belief, sexual orientation, transgender identity. Anyone could be a victim of a hate crime. Stop Hate UK offer independent and confidential hate crime reporting services around the UK, whether you are a victim of hate crime, you have witnessed an incident you believe to be a hate crime, or you are a third party to an incident that could be a hate crime. Don't forget to keep up with all the latest news and developments of Pontypridd RFC, log on to the club website www.ponty.net or social media platforms at Pontypridd RFC.
0: Thank you, Grace. Now it's time to talk in-depth with Ponty Scrum half Joel Rakes who joins us as this week's special guest. Well Joel, thanks for joining us on uh, the GGFM Rugby show tonight. Um, it's always good to talk to you, but we have got you on for a specific reason. Uh, last Saturday against RGC, of course quite uh, an important game for you. It was your 150th appearance for Ponty so um what does that mean to you? How, how did it feel to, to reach that milestone?
2: I uh, just chuffed, really. When I when I had my first cap um, at 18 years old, never never would have thought that I'd be reaching hundreds, but uh, 150 is a massive achievement uh, for me, my family. Quite big uh, Ponty supporters as well. So I've reached quite a lot of them as well. So, yeah, just chuffed, really.
0: Hey, you, you've been with Ponty. Well, you started up linking up from a Bull back in 2012, but I think you actually joined the squad officially about two seasons later. But that, that's a long time, you know, almost 10 years to be playing for Ponte. Probably what a lot of people don't appreciate, you're still what well, would class as quite young for a player, only 27. But do you, do you count yourself even at that young age, you know, as a senior member of the squad?
2: Yeah, 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 kind of. Like I said, it's, it's still a few... A few boys involved with the squad, which are got a lot more experience and a lot more senior than myself, like of, of Shirley. You got you got Dick, still there. So, yeah, it's, like I said, probably will class myself as uh, one of the senior boys now because we got such a such a young group as a squad as well. So, yeah, 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 I would. I think I would, yeah.
0: You've been with Ponty for such a long time, but just remind us, you know, your, your background because, well, I can actually remember coaching you for a little while you were with the Ponty Minion Juniors. So how did your playing career go from from then on?
2: Um yeah, like say, I said, I was with um like you said, I was with Ponty when I was when I was younger. Uh, I think my my team folded when I was about thirteen, I think. I think then we we moved down to Rudvellon, had a couple of seasons in Rudvelling, um until in the sixteens and then I moved up to uh Unisable youth then. Played my youth rugby at yeah, Annisaball, and then moved into Annisaball seniors, and then linked up with uh, with Pontypridd when I was eighteen.
0: And in the meantime, it must have been when you were at youth level, then you were called up into the Cardiff, well the Cardiff Blues as it was then, the, the regional setup, and capped by Wales youth, in fact.
2: Yeah, I was um, I was involved with uh, with the Cardiff Blues 16s uh, Cardiff Blues 18 uh, and like you said, I was capped with uh, Wales under 18s. And, and Dale McIntosh was uh, was the Blues coach and the Wales 18s coach at the time. And obviously he was he was the head coach of, of Ponty at the time as well. So that's how I got my breakthrough, and that's why that's how I linked up with Ponte was was uh, it was through Chief.
0: And you were playing as outside half if I remember, especially at junior level. So when did the switch? Start? Yeah. Scrum half, coming. You know, what sort of age was that?
2: I think it was around about fourteen, fifteen. I think I was in the days right I moved to scrum half, and I, I think it was because one of our players, um scrum half, wasn't there for the one week, so I put myself out to play scrum half, and and uh, I never looked back really. So, so yeah, and I have played scrum half ever since.
0: Yeah, that's good. Yeah, well, you you haven't done too bad in that position, I've got to say, but then. Um, you know, <laughs> Talking about your 150th appearance on Saturday, was as a replacement. You came on um, replacing, uh, well, a new member of the Ponty squad, David Buckland, himself a Wales under 20 cap. You know, he's had regional experience with the Dragons. Is that good competition, do you feel, in the squad now, um, with David coming in, challenge you for the number nine shirt?
2: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, Competition is always going to be good for the team, uh, for the squad. and it it helps push each other as well. obviously, two of us being there, we both want to be starting every week. So obviously, he's going to push each other, Um just to give that that a bit extra. But I've known uh, only knowing Dad for the last couple of months. He's a, he's a good boy. He's a good lad, and 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 he's a good player as well. Fair play to him. Um, quite similar to me, similar height. <laughs> um, yeah, quite quite similar players really.
0: I was going to say that, yeah, you're similar in style, well, in height as well, yeah. sort of link link players at scrum half, you know, uh, quick off the mark, quick tap penalties, you know, keeping things, keeping the tempo of the game moving, is that how you see the both of you playing?
2: Yeah, yeah, I think, um, yeah, just getting the ball in play, moving the ball, um, getting our hands on the ball as much, much as possible, keeping the tempo in the game, Um like you said you, you you do you do need the other side um, of, the, of the game as well taking control so it's not all about putting temper into the game So it's also about controlling the game and, and playing in the right areas as well
0: there's another scrum half in the squad we haven't seen him playing yet but possibly you know him uh, as he's come from and it's a Lucas Welsh, so what sort of player is he what what can we expect when he does get his opportunity
2: um Lu- Lucas uh, another another um, Scrum half coming from coming from on um, the ball um there's been a field the last uh, few years coming from the ranks and yeah he he's a good boy as well similar to myself and Dav. um quick fast um like like to put tempo in the game he's a, he's a young boy as well so just just about him gaining confidence and and um, I'm sure he'll he'll have his chance with uh with Ponty in the future
0: we talked about the competition amongst the Scrum halves, you know, then you've got a partnership develop and we've got Ben Burnell, another very promising youngster coming in at outside half this season, uh, very highly rated. How, how do you see that partnership developing, you know, and it's always looking at playing an expansive game, as we said, attacking rugby.
2: Ben, Ben has come in, I, I, I think, uh, I thought I, he's been excellent, really. Um, a young boy as well, and, and for, for such a a young boy I, I think the boys look up to him as well um he's he has got a bit of uh, bit of leadership about them and um yeah he's a, i i've been really impressed with him the first uh, first four or five games i, I think he' he's done really well for such a young lad as well to like, not take my, take my hat off them
0: what about the rest of the back division then you you the first link you know between the forwards but outside you then there's been a lot of change hasn't there with um well especially Dav Locker, the captain going and other players, you know, Alex not Gary Williams, retired. Do you think it's work in progress? To, I know there's been a few mix and matches in the centre, partnerships. Can you see that gelling together as an effective back unit?
2: Yeah, I think we've got a really exciting back line. Um, we're not the biggest of back lines. Um, I think that's that's quite obvious to see, but well, I think what we have got as a back line is plenty of speed sent your gas, so I think the more we get our hands on the ball, um, the the more dangerous we'll be. And I think the more uh, the more confidence we get of, of playing together, the better it will become. But like you say, we've we've lost uh, a couple of key players in the back line, and no one more influential than, than Dav, what um, what he's done the the last you know, 15 years there at the club he's he's been a massive part of of the success over the last uh, so many years. So l- losing somebody like that is obviously gonna have a going have an effect um on us especially as the back lane. But I think the boys have stepped in and and, and done well. Like you say you got you got Ben Bunnell stepping in at at uh at outside half. You've got all the boys like Kerry, you've got Brad uh, Bradley in the centre which are new boys. And then you got the likes of then Morgan Schnouskey then moving from back row to percent which is which is never gonna be easy but I think the more he the more he plays in opposition the better he's gonna come every become every game. So I think I think we'll improve uh with every game really is a back win.
0: Yeah. but well, the intention is there for everybody to see, you know, that you like moving the ball like the tries that we scored against RGC last Saturday and um playing to a quick tempo. Is that is that what is coached into you and, and thinking especially also playing on the plastic surface at Sardis road that suits that sort of a game you know quick tempo moving the ball moving it wide yeah. to the wings
2: it, it, it's a fast pitch and uh, and uh, Justin drills into us about our fitness and our skills so yeah that, that that's the kind of game uh we like to play and we want to play so obviously we 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 can't play play that style all the time um it got it got to be managed um, so yeah, it's just all about fitness, fitness and skills, and and, and trying to play an expansive, uh, expansive game. But but like I said, you, you can't do that for eighty minutes. I don't think the Forge will be happy if you're just throwing the ball around for uh, for eighty minutes.
0: Yeah, it was fast and furious last Saturday. That's for sure. But then um, you've played in every game this season. Well, the five games that have been played in the in the Premiership Cup, either as a starter or a finisher. And it's been very intense and a very close fought games. Um, how have you found the season so far?
2: Yeah, that has it, it, it's, uh, it's been tough. I think uh, the side of the the, the cup competition we, we're in. I think uh, I think anybody can beat anyone on the day. Yeah, so we, we started off against Newport, and I think I think that was one of the toughest games as well. That was, so just the physical, the physicality and and the pace. Of the, of the games, it was a bit of a shock to the system. But uh, yeah, like I said, I, th- I think it, 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 it's a tough, it's a tough uh, competition. I think anybody can beat anybody on the day. Like um, in the other fixture, in the other fixtures on, on Saturday, I don't think anybody expected uh, Cardiff to go up to Merthyr and Merthyr to turn them over. But fair play, they did. So, like I said, anybody turn anyone over on the day.
0: How do you see it going now? Then we're six points off. Top place Newport at top obviously. Do you think um, we got a realistic chance of making up that ground, you know, and um, having a chance of making the playoffs in this Premiership Cup?
2: Yeah, I think, I think we've got to have aspirations to to be at the top, and we, we'll we'll do that by um, hopefully going down the, down to Newport on Saturday and and and, and turning them over. Um, we we've beat them once um, at home this year, so. Realistically, we want to be going down there, and we'll be going down there for the victory. So, I think we've got our aspirations to to get into that playoff yet. Yeah. The other
0: point, of course, we haven't won away yet this season. We've won all our home games, lost away. So, Saturday could be a big one. You know, a win down there could be a turning point.
2: Yeah, yeah. Like I said, um, hopefully that that win will come this Saturday, and we'll be going down there. And nothing really other than a win, we are we we we'll be happy with. So, yeah definitely be going down there for the win on Saturday.
0: So it's hundred and fifty down for you, Joel. What's the prospects and well, how do you see your your career going in future? Another hundred and fifty to come? You you still only oh, age twenty seven?
2: Oh that's a, a big statement that is get uh <laughs> don't know if I got another hundred and fifty, but but you never know. It's just uh play it as it seems really. Um I lo- love the club. I just just want to be playing every week really. So to we'll see how maybe the next 50 maybe goes and, and take it from there.
0: All right. Well, you're doing something right. You've got 150 under your belt so far. So best of luck for the future anyway. And uh, yeah, thanks for talking to us this evening, Joel. It's been good to talk to you again. Thanks.
2: No problem. Thanks, get Catch you soon.
0: Earlier in the week, I caught up with Ponty Lock, Christic Amides, who was nominated as Golden Bob Sponsors Man of the Match in that important win over RGC. Well, Chris, uh, looking back at that RGC game last Saturday, it was um, quite fast and furious and it, end to end, you know, attack and counter-attack. Uh, how did the old legs bear up through the game?
3: Uh, um, they were right uh, during the game. It's a bit of a different story uh, today, feeling it today a little bit. Uh, but to be fair, you know, all the games I think we played in this year have been uh, quite fast and quite furious as well. And I think uh, the surfaces we're playing on as well, the 3Gs in, you know, Cardiff and the uh, good pitches up in uh, Newport and everything, you know. It encompasses uh, a good running, high-tempo uh, rugby, you know, for both teams. But, yeah, yesterday was, like you said, end-to-end. And uh, luckily we just got over the line right to the end of that uh, penalty kick from uh, Ben.
0: Well, you were nominated as Golden Bob, the sponsor's man of the match. So, were you happy with the way it went for you personally?
3: Yeah, I think... Um, First year, obviously, calling the line-outs and the line-outs improved on the the Cardiff game from a week ago. Obviously, it's tough when you play Cardiff. You've got so many boys who uh, you know, old, at the club, show more in particular new most sort of line-out calls and everything. Obviously, we changed the field, but, uh, you know, the same uh, processes is in place. Yeah, so I was happy, again, scoring another driving line-out as well, which is our target every game. Um, I think we're on the pitch as well. The forwards, uh, you know, we're working really hard. It's just, Little mistakes here and there, you know, not uh, singling people out, but, you know, for backs and forwards, at uh, you know, turning the ball over and then the opposition are scoring tries and that. So, you know, if we cut them out, then uh, we're, we're in a good
0: place. The, the forward platform, the set-piece platform was important against RGC. And as you said, well, quite a few of the Ponty tries came from line-out ball. You must be happy with that as the main ball winner in the line-out.
3: Yeah, over the moon, you know, we work hard week in, week out, you know, big word... We've had last week was consistency at the moment. I think we're uh, up and down in our performances, you know, a set piece. So we just got to find, uh, you know, a happy medium. But, you know, we need our line to be functioning about, you know, 80%, 80, 85 90%, uh, you know, week in, week out. And that's something that we strive for. But, yeah, you know, to obviously try to vary up the options as well. not just looking for myself. obviously was heavily marked, so, you know, you appropriate at the front. Yes, it was a great line option. Um, Shelley as well is always a good lineup to option. So, you know, we tried to vary it up. A, obviously, score scored that driving line out. We scored the one off the peel as well on the front that uh, Pumpy went over. You know, we just pulled out the bag last minute. So, yeah, it's pleasing. You know, and you just got to keep working at it. Obviously, there's a lot of youngsters still in the squad. You know, the two props to come on yesterday, Tom Devine come on to make his debut, you know, and, and uh, Harper as well, the uh, tight their prop. You know, them two boys scrimmaging in the front row with. Uh, Nathan, where should we want to play at the end? Right at the end for to allow us to get the win.
0: Looking forward to the Newport game now coming up Saturday. They they top of the pool at the moment uh, on a really good run. And do you see that as being more of a sort of a traditional battle than the RGC game last Saturday?
3: Um, when we played our first game of the season, I was really impressed with how um, physical they were. Obviously, uh, Hobbsy's down there coaching now as well, and they got Tyrone as well. So you know we're always going to have a good, strong. Uh, forward pack but you know but they're able to play behind a bit as well you've got um, Matt O'Brien at 10 who pulls the strings you know very good off you know kicking the 50-20s and everything seeing what's on so you know, we've got to be sharp across the pitch from 1-15 to 15 on uh, Saturday you know I haven't watched a bit of the footage of our last couple of weeks you know they're a really really decent team well drilled well coached and uh, you know they're flying at the moment
0: and they're all important away when we haven't achieved it yet this season do you think that could sort of break the mould and give us the impetus then to climb at the pool table?
3: Yeah, obviously we'll always striving in you know. Like think of uh Saddle as a bit of a fortress, but it's important that uh you know if you want to win Cups and leagues and everything else that uh, you know we get a win on the road. I mean we need to break our cams back soon so hopefully it'll be this Saturday against Snoop Both but uh you know the boys going out every week and giving uh you know giving their best and you know if our best are not good enough sometimes you've just got to hold your hands up and you know go back to the drawing board and say right this is what we need to improve on. But uh, yeah, you know we're confident, and we'll go
0: up there and give it our best shot. Well, let's hope uh, we can get the win down there, Chris. And uh, congratulations for your own performance against RGC as well. Well done. Thanks. Appreciate that. It's going to be a huge game for Ponty down at the Newport Stadium on Saturday. A chance to complete the double over the informed black and ambers, and to make a real statement of intent in climbing up the Premiership Cup pool rankings. There will no doubt be a good turnout of support as ever, for Ponty on the road. You dear listener might well be one of them. Let's hope for a Ponty win. It promises anyway to be a cracker of a contest. That's it for another week on the Ponty Rugby Show. We hope you've enjoyed what's been on offer and that we can meet up again soon. I'm Gito Davis wishing you the very best and have a good week till next week.